So let me just announce a few of her accomplishments. She has been coaching 11 years. You know, I, I've talked in the past about bringing people on within the sweet spot of the seven years, also the three years, but 11 years shows consistency, determination, experience, wisdom. I want you to tag your coaches because the topic she's got today is what so many people ask about. And that is, I finally signed my first person up. Now what do I do? Stick around for that. She is a 12-star diamond coach, a five-time elite coach. Uh, she was also premier in 2021, and she has 119 months in Success Club, and she's a part of our Legacy Club. She's from Montgomery, Texas. Come on, give it up for Kristen Sharp. Come on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sandy. I am so excited to be here, and what an amazing time to be a part of Beachbody with all these I incredible announcements. Right? I know. You heard it here first. You got to see it firsthand backstage. Um, I know that you have an incredible uh, startup story 11 years ago. So why don't you uh, take it away on what brought you to Beachbody? Yes, I honestly cannot believe that it's been 11 years. It has gone by so quickly, but I always say, you know, time flies when you're having fun and you love what you do. So a little bit about me. Prior to coaching, I had become a stay-at-home mom when I had my first daughter. I actually have four girls now. They're almost 13, all the way down to five. So it is a very busy life. My husband was active duty Navy at the time, and I had left my career in education as a teacher and high school guidance counselor. I loved doing that, but my husband and I had always said that once we started having a family, I would become a stay-at-home mama, and then once the kids were old enough to go back to school, I would go back to work. So that's what I did. Of course, going from two incomes down to one, left us with a very tight budget. So I was stressing about our future and just thinking about things that I wanted to be able to do for our family that we weren't able to do because we were just barely getting by. I wanted to be able to, being a Navy family, take my family, my kids back home to Texas to know their grandparents, aunts and uncles, but we just didn't have it in the budget to, to travel and do those things. So I was looking for something that I could do um, but that also wouldn't take me away from my kids. So I always say I kind of wanted the best of both worlds. There was also this piece of me that just felt unfulfilled. You know, I, I knew that I didn't want to go back to a nine to five, but I knew I wanted to do something to help contribute to our finances. So shortly before the birth of baby number two, which she just turned 11, <laughs> um, a friend and fellow military spouse approached me with this opportunity to join her as a coach and start in a P90X challenge group. Kind of funny because I was seven months pregnant at the time, but I thought, why not? Why not give this a try? And considering we couldn't afford a gym membership and I wanted to be able to lose that baby weight and I was looking for a way to work from home, I just thought, let me see what happens. So I signed up, honestly, not knowing anything about what I was starting, but I dove into my first program, P90X, as soon as I was approved by my doctor, of course. I had a newborn and an almost two-year-old, and they would be beside me while I was doing my workouts. I started sharing what I was doing, and people just started watching. 
And I started to reach out to some of my close friends and ask, asking them to do this with me and really just learned that by leaning into the challenge group process and by helping others, I was way more likely to follow through with my own health and fitness goals. And with coaching, I just became a sponge. I really started to lean into the national wake-up calls, leaned into our team calls, and I was learning and hearing from other stay-at-home moms just like me and even other business professionals and what they were doing with this. And that's really when I just started to dream bigger. And I went all in. I let my teaching certificate expire. That was a huge turning point for me. And um, I decided to see what, what happens from there. And fast forward 11 years later, and my fourth child actually just went to kindergarten and I'm not going back to teaching. I'm continuing to stay home. So that's my story. I know that you and I had a discussion before this call that you didn't have this big transformational story. And I beg to differ. Okay, you don't have to have a big transformation. You don't have to have a small transformation. You just have to recognize that over the course of 11 years, you've changed, right? I mean, you do... I mean, your your family structure has changed. Your commitment to the business has changed. Your definition of all in is, is that you've made this fun for yourself. You didn't quit. Like to me, when you don't quit, that's that's a huge change. Because if you were a constant critter, quitter, <laughs> if you were a critter, um, <laughs> anyway, I just beg to differ for anybody listening or watching the wake up call. You don't need any big transformation to to have a story or to share this incredible opportunity with others, you need to stick to it. That's your story and yes. you should stick to it. So I'm going to give you that. Um, the other thing we talked about is this topic. Uh, so it came up after Summit that I got to the point where I signed somebody up, but then what do I do? What do I do next? And so I'd like you to talk about your method, your system for what you do after sign up? Yes, absolutely. I was really excited to share on this topic for several reasons. First of all, I've had some incredible mentors through the years with coaching that have poured into me and helped me get to where I am. So I really love paying that forward. Um, how we start our coaches off is incredibly important because you may have heard that quote that it can be the start that stops people. And that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, over the course of 11 years, I've definitely tried a lot of different strategies when it comes to onboarding and training. Some were way too complicated, I will admit. Um, but what I found is that the longer and the more drawn out that onboarding process is, the less likely our coaches are to stay with us and take action. So our coaches, they don't need to learn everything about the products and the compensation plan before they can just get started and taking action and talking to people. If we throw too many tasks and videos and resources at them, before we know it, we're not actually onboarding them anymore, but we are offboarding them. Information and giving them too much training does not equal getting them motivated. So what I found that works is focusing less on the training and more on just simplifying things more and more. Training's great, and there's a place for that once our coaches have gotten in some momentum um, and in the beginning, but I want to give them super simple actions right at the beginning that help to get them going. So that's what's working best for me. So yes, I have a system that I'm following, but keep in mind, 
there's no perfect system because not every coach is the same that comes in. We're working with people and people are all different. They have different backgrounds, different confidence levels and different goals that they come into this with. But in my experience, coaches that see the most successes will see the most success if they're working on their own journey and they're a product of the product. And then they need to be sharing their journey and inviting people to join them. When it comes to bringing on a new coach, my goal is to get them into action right away. And I want to work with them with a sense of urgency. I love this quote that I heard from a mentor that I follow. You want to treat every coach that comes in like they're your next rock star, but we want to work with them like they're going to quit tomorrow. And the sooner that I can get them to start taking action, the sooner they start to experience their first wins, whether that be they're signing up their first customer or better yet, their first coach, or even just getting some conversations going. These wins really help them to start gaining momentum and build more confidence. So this is what I do and why I do it. I always start as soon as a new coach signs up, I send them a new coach checklist. My checklist is super simple and it focuses on those basic tasks such as join our team page, plug into your bod group, order your first personal development book, and then how to write their first post, letting people know what they're doing and how to start writing a list of names of people they want to invite to come do this with them. Every one of you probably has a checklist, but it's the why behind this checklist that really matters and helps direct me as their mentor and their leader on how to coach my coaches. Sending my coaches a checklist is a lot like a sifting process in the beginning. I can see from when I send that to them, how serious that coach is about the business, but also what their needs are when it comes to coaching. My teacher background knows that not everybody learns the same or is motivated the same way. Some coaches, of course, are going to sign up. They immediately go through the checklist. It shows me where they are business-wise, that they're ready and they're confident to start taking action. But if a coach signs up and after a few days, I haven't heard from them, or maybe I'm noticing they aren't really taking any of the action with the things on the list. I don't see a post up yet. I haven't really heard from them. I have to ask myself, okay, what's happening here? What, what is holding them back? Are they overwhelmed? Do they have some doubts that are creeping in? Are they feeling like it's just too much? And oftentimes I've found that they may just need things broken down a little bit more. So for example, I had this coach that signed up and that's what happened. I sent her the checklist, didn't really hear back from her. And so after a few days, I reached out just to see how things were coming along. And I could just tell she wanted to do it, but she just had some fears about putting herself out there. So with this coach, what it came down to is we just needed to walk through things more piece by piece. And instead of just giving her that checklist, I've worked with her with one action at a time. And I've used this message type system with many other coaches that have come on board with me. So the first message was we, we established what program she was going to do, first of all. And then I helped her write her first post and gave her a super simple example, something like this. I'm starting a five week, 20 minute a day program. I fell out of routine this summer, but I'm ready to get back on track if anybody wants to do this with me. And of course, I directed her to post that with a good eye-catching photo. 
by getting her to put this first post up, she was taking action. She had some friends reach out to her, which started the conversations. And this made her realize that, hey, she could do this and that people did actually support her. So her confidence grew. So that was the first message. We moved on to message two. So she didn't get the second step until we completed step one. Message two was, I said, okay, let's write your list of 20 people that you want to have come do this with you. 10 people that you already know that are close to you, that it wouldn't be weird for you to just reach out right away and let them know what you're doing. And 10 people that commented and liked on her post. And then I gave her example of how to reach out. Thanks for the support on my post. I'm super excited to get started and get myself back on track. Would you want to work out with me? So by giving her these simple calls to action, just one thing at a time, she was able to enroll her first challengers and her first coach that week because we were able to get her out of, comfort, out of her comfort zone and into taking action quickly after she signed up. All right, so that's the first thing I do, the new coach checklist, working through some basic steps right at the beginning, and then we move on to step two. They've taken some initial effort with getting that post up. They're having some conversations they have some skin in the game with this business. So this is when I set up a one-on-one -on -one Zoom or phone call with them. The one-on-one -on -one call allows me to get a deeper understanding of why they are wanting to build the business and what it means to them personally in their life. I really want my coaches to start with the end in mind versus just piling on a ton of the training, which really has no meaning attached to it yet. So prior to the call, I asked them to fill out a coach about me Google form. I love this because they get a chance to really think about their answers before we get on our Zoom. The form will ask them things like, what are you most excited about? What are some of your fears? How serious are you about building this business on a scale of one to 10? How much income would you like to make that would get you excited to get out of bed in the morning and work this business and how much time they are willing to commit? These questions give me a feel for where this person's at and how I, as a leader, should be directing this getting started right call. And I also want to make sure that their goals are aligned with the level of effort that they are putting in. So when I start the call, I ask them to expand on the things that they filled out on that coach about me form. I really want to know what excites them about building the business and how it's going to help them solve the problems they have in their life. As they're writing, we I'm writing down the things that they're sharing with me because I truly do value what's important to them and what motivates them. And I want them to see that I care people. I heard this quote early on and it's always stuck with me. People don't care what you know until they know that you care. My coaches have entrusted me as their mentor to guide them, and I don't take that lightly. This call will also help create some duplication because they're seeing how I'm bringing them on, what's important to me, and they will bring their coaches on in the same way. All right. As we're wrapping up this one-on-one -on -one getting started right Zoom, I always give them a call to action. This is super important because I want to keep the momentum going and have them moving forward. 
I asked them who they think would benefit from doing this with them and why. Who are they wanting to refer into this business? So we talk through each person on their list and I help them identify who on that list may also make a great coach on their team. And I help them with how to reach out and send those first invites and tell them to do it as soon as we get off this call and let me know how it goes. And I also let them know upfront, they can expect to hear some no's. They might even get crickets, but to not get discouraged because they're just planting seeds. To wrap up the one-on-one -on -one call, I always ask their permission to reach out to them and call them out in love, of course, if I see them fading so that I can remind them of why they got started with this business. The checklist, the one-on-one -on -one calls, these have been the most impactful tools for me when starting off a new coach. I've taken the time to really help them set their goals. I want to find out what's important to them and what their motivation is and their why and giving them small calls to action. Essentially, I'm identifying the people that come in onto the team that are committed to really doing the work. But this question that I ask about asking permission to call them out really is an important piece when it comes to holding my coaches accountable. Of course, I've had coaches that have signed up. I've given them the simple task. They've seemed so excited to go out and do it. And a few days later, I reach out and find that they haven't done the things that we've talked about. As a mentor and leader, it is my job to call people out and find out what is holding them back, especially if they've given me the permission to do it. I honestly used to fear doing this because I was afraid that I would push people away. But what I found is if I didn't confront them, they're going to and, and go try to figure out what this underlying problem is that's holding them back. They're going to go out the door anyway. So you don't you're not going to push away the right people. I will reach out and just ask them, hey, you said you wanted to do X, Y, Z, and I want this for you as much as you do, but I've noticed you've gotten quiet. What's holding you back? I want to bring them back into remembering what this business can do for them. I want them to see that, hey, this is a big deal. And if I make a big deal out of it, they will start thinking of it like it's a big deal. If I don't make a big deal out of it, and I just say, you know, it's okay. What I'm telling them is this business is really not that important. Sometimes coaches aren't taking action because of fears, but sometimes it's just that they're not seeing the business as a priority in their life quite yet. They aren't valuing it yet, or they don't believe or, or, or see, um, believe in themselves enough or believe that this business can be a solution to their problems in their life. And if they did, they would not not take action. So People take times for the things in life that they value. I would rather address the elephant in the room so I can see where they're at and we can talk through it and uh, remind them of what this business can do for them. People will value this business more if you're willing to call them out. It, most people don't have someone in their life that's willing to have those tough conversations with them like this. So it's just putting a little bit of pressure on them in a positive way and reminding them that, hey, I want to help them reach their goals that they said were important to them. By doing this, this helps them to trust me even more. And when our coaches trust us, we have influence. 
You know, I just keep thinking about um, the trust factor because when you get on a phone call with someone and they start divulging like diets didn't work for me, I don't, I'm not consistent with workouts, whatever. They are sharing information with you that entered a new level of the relationship, right. you know, because if you start selling them right away, like this is what you need to do. This is what you need to buy. They're like, I'm out of here and you're offboarding them. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking, that was a customer uh, example, but with a coach, if you start, um, if you start giving them the college material before the kindergarten material, they're like, I'm overwhelmed, but you're establishing a relationship where they said to you, this is how I want to work. And so they are allowing you to call them on it when they're not working the way that it was agreed upon. So I'm, I'm just floored by so many things that you have said. You and I talked about this whole offboarding thing. It's like the GSR, the get started right. Okay, we talked about that a lot at Beachbody, the GSR. And for new coaches that are watching or listening, getting started right just means putting that new coach in the right direction that increases their chances of being more successful in this business. You're not going to talk about the comp plan day one. Mm -hmm. You know, you give that to them at a certain time. But but what you're doing right now by a one-to-one -one intimate call is an agreement to this relationship that I trust you, you trust me, I'm going to help you, but tell me how you want to be helped, right? Exactly. <laughs> so I just I just love a lot of what you've said and, and we've talked about. I'm a big fan of yours. And, um, and so many people have checklists, you know, because as you grow into this business, new coaches, listen up. You don't have a checklist your first day. Really, what you have is what your upline coach did with you. You like that? Great. Did it work for you? Great. Did it not work for you? Then as you onboard people, you may have your own getting started right checklist. Like, I want you to do this. Um, but either way, I appreciate you so much, Kristen, for your wisdom. 11 years, you have, <laughs> you have developed a lot of strengths. Uh, why don't you talk about what you think is right now your superpower? Okay. So I thought a lot about this question. Um, I think that my superpower is I have an unwavering consistency and a hard work ethic um, that I, and I had to think, okay, well, what, where does this unwavering consistency really come from? Uh, through tough seasons, through military moves, births of many babies, failures and successes along the way. Um, and it's truly come from the root of it is staying laser focused on the goals that I have and wanting to create a better future for my family. And I removed quitting from the table. That moment that I let my teaching certificate expire, it was like, I'm going all in with this. So when I started coaching, I never thought... I'll give this business six months or just a year and we'll just see what happens. I just said, I'm going all in and I'm not going to quit. I believe if you come into coaching with this mindset of, oh, I'll see what happens in three months, you've already lost. Um, I've been here a long time. So I haven't been the fastest grower, slow and steady, but I've always had the mindset of I'm willing to do whatever it takes for however long it takes. And uh, yeah, quitting just hasn't been on my frame of mind. I love that you the you 
quit quitting. So it's uh, it worked for you. It's so good to have you on the call. 11 years is way too long to get you on the wake up call. Uh, thank you so much. It was a great message. And I and once I hang up, this Facebook Live will be there forever. Get people back over to listen to Kristen, to what her method is, also to go back and listen to Carl. I'm going to say goodbye to Kristen right now. Thanks, thanks, but stay on the call for after the call. Um, coaches, thank you so much for sticking around. We had a lot going on this morning. We wanted to get you those team cup winning names. We also wanted, uh, Carl to talk about the price reduction. His language is so compelling. And this opportunity now is even more compelling than it's ever been. So the price reduction bod plus body, you have got to go back and listen to how he spoke about it because this is a game changer. Thanks everybody for jumping on today and I'll see you here next week. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.